Hello there, I'm Fabiano in Paragominas, Pará, Brazil. You're listening to the English Sub-School podcast, Information and Transformation. Hello, hello, dear friends. I'm Mosena for the English Sub-School podcast, lesson 13 for Wednesday, I said Wednesday, December 27th, success in mission. And of course, we had to listen to the piano rendition of Go Tell It on the Mountain, God's mission, my mission. But first, shall we pray? Dear Heavenly Father, we are so grateful for the many blessings you've given us Thank you so much for the Christmas time that we could remember your love for us, being born alone in a manger, and we didn't know who you were. And many times today we forget who you were, you are, Father. But remind us and be with us as we study your Word. May we understand your plans for us, and may we work. Um, in the mission that you have designed for us. And please, Father, send more workers to work for the harvest. The work is plentiful, but there are so few willing to serve. Send more workers, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, I am Mo Sena, Moasir Sena, but Mo Sena for my friends, and you're my friends. And today's lesson is focused on success in mission. Yes, Carmen Sita, pay attention to the pronunciation. Pay attention to the pronunciation. It's not success, success, success. No, 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 no. It's success, success in mission. Very good, very good. The lesson starts. What is success in mission? We might be tempted to think that is, it is many baptisms, big churches, and rapid growth rates, right? We might feel that success consists of entering every tribe and people group on earth with the truth and that we can speed it up by using radio, the internet, and TV. While all of this can be good, we must remember what Paul wrote to the community of faith in Corinth. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. 1 Corinthians 3.6 In other words, our focus is to be on the process. God's focus will be on the growth. We have already seen that the object of God's mission is saving the lost in every people group on earth by making them loyal disciples of Jesus who are involved in his mission. Now, uh, read the following text. What do they tell us about the character of those who become followers of Jesus? But first, opening a parenthesis here, that's true. And it's a very important question. What is success in mission? Because, come on, my friends, let us not uh, deceive any, each other. Most people inside the church, they think that it's the number of people that are brought in, the number of baptisms, bigger and bigger churches, and that's not God's plan. God's plan is for us to tell the world. Go tell it, tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. But God will work out according to his spirit and according to the willingness of people that receive the message. Interesting point, isn't it? Sometimes there is so much focus on baptism. I'm going to tell you, there was a case here in our local church that in one year, a local pastor baptized more than 60 souls. Amen. Hallelujah. But after that year, 
none of those souls were still in church. So something went wrong, something went wrong. So uh, we have to be really focused on what mission and success is about. Well, let us open our Bibles. Come on, move it, move it. I'm going to be reading from the NIV, the New International Version, but please feel free to use any translation that you prefer. 2 Corinthians 11.2 I am jealous for you with a godly jealousy. I promised you to one husband, to Christ, so that I might present you as a pure virgin to him. Okay, so what do you understand as this character trait of a pure virgin? Okay. Now, Isaiah 30, verse 21. Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way. Walk in it. John 10, 27. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. John 16, 12, 13. I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. Amen. So what are the traits here? 2 Thessalonians 2, 9, 11. The coming of the lawless one will be in accordance with how Satan works. He will use all sorts of displays of power through signs and wonders that serve the lie, and all the ways that weakness deceives those who are perishing. They perish because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. For this reason, God sends them a powerful delusion so that they will believe the lie. Hebrews 3, 12, 13. See to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God, but encourage one another daily, as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. And 1 John 1, 8, if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. So what character traits do you find in those verses? And finally, 1 John 1, 9. No, 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 not the gospel according to John, the first letter. 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Revelation 7:14. I answered, Sir, you know, and he said, These are they who have come out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. And Revelation 19:8. Fine linen, bright and clean, was given her to wear. Fine linen stands for the righteous acts of God's holy people. So what characteristics do you find here of God's people? Pause the audio if necessary and write them down. So the lesson continues. Disciples of Jesus are pure, remaining loyal to him as a pure bride would, would to her betrothed. They follow Jesus as he leads them by the still, small voice of the Holy Spirit. This includes leading us into missionary work for others. There is no deception in these disciples. They are not led astray by debilitating doubt, false teachings, or immorality, and they do not feel morally superior to others. They recognize that they are imperfect, requiring God's cleansing grace and mercy. Understanding this, they also are open to receive correction and instruction from other believers. Success in mission results in making this type of disciple. Okay, very interesting. Theoretically, it's a beautiful description of a true disciple and successful mission, but how many disciples do you find like that? 
<laughs> I I would dare to say zero. Yeah, that's because human nature. Come on, nobody's that perfect. Only Jesus. And look at at what we did to him on the cross. But focus more, focus. So the question is, what does it mean to be a chaste virgin to Christ? Yes, I asked this at the beginning and I still uh, haven't found the answer. <laughs> How can we as sinners be this before God and point others to becoming chaste virgins to Christ as well? Oh, this kind of language really is not a big turn on for me. <laughs> on, yes, uh, yes, it's the last lesson and I'm grateful for that because come on. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't say that the author here succeeded in convincing me about success in mission, but this is the end of lesson 13 for Wednesday, December 27th. Maybe it's the Christmas food that I ate over the weekend. <laughs> but uh, for more information, please get in touch with us on Facebook or Instagram, Believes in Us. Tell your friends about our podcast, available on any podcast platform. Rate us with five stars so that more people may discover us. Thank you, my friends, for listening, for sharing, and for praying with us and for us. Remember, go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is Lord. <laughs>